This is an Area Code podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time once again for the Hood Novel Book Club. Did you miss me? Because I missed you. This is me. It is I, uh, Rachel Allison Hall, the HB. Oh, damn. I got my windows open. In Chicago, somebody always getting killed. Why are there always alarms? My God, on um, today. Nonetheless, you guys, uh, we're opening up this season, this school year with, um, a book. I always question if we're actually reading books, but we are. This time we're reading King Millie's Ratchet Church. I'll say it one more time. King Millie's Ratchet Church. We got Deb. We got Ty back in the building and a little special guest appearance by my friend Aaron Chase. I really hope and sincerely hope that you guys enjoy this. So, Ray. Yes, Rachel. Cue the theme song. We have to stay inside. Cable is way too high. It's cheap to look at ratchet books. Good morning. You see what I do that now? Grand Rising, my king. Grand Rising, my king. Grand Rising. How? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm glad to know that the energy is kept up. How was y'all summers? I didn't get to enjoy it. You didn't get to enjoy it at all? No. Spent most of it at work. Damn. I can't believe Curtis from the Laugh Factory would keep you at work all the time. Funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Curtis. Please keep looking me. Dad, what was your summer like? It was fun. I was out here in the streets. Mm-hmm. Did a little bit of traveling. Had people get married. Shot the marriage. Oh, okay. Yeah. You married them? No, no, no. You know. I oh. Mean, I watch the you did, like, every music festival known to man. This, yeah, this one music festival. Did some shits. You know. Life. Did you make new music? I did, I did. I did. Shout out to my guy, Vic Pondia. Ah, Vic Pondia! Uh, I open, I open for his sold out show, The House of Blues. Shout out to my guy. Okay. Shout out to Vic Pondia. Every, I think everyone loves Vic. Yeah. yeah. He's a really good dude. Mm-hmm. He's a really good dude. He's probably the only one I think everybody loves equally. Yeah. <laughs> for real, I think he's the only really? comedian in or the they city hate on that. Swag. Oh, it definitely everybody hates on the swag. <laughs> Dick walk around looking like an express mannequin. That's true. He's always in <laughs> I mean, I always got a poor dick. Hell yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. I really didn't know this summer, but work. So, because I be bored, as you all know. I'm bored as hell. But I'm glad class is back in session. Because mm. I think it's fitting that we are recording on a Sunday, and the yeah. book that we read was Ratchet Church Hallelujah. by King Millie. Uh, soundtrack provided by the Clark sisters. Uh, Ford written by Kirk Franklin. Uh, 
<laughs> is this a book? I think is the first question. And I think the answer is no. Yes and no. Why yes and no? <laughs> yes, it's a book because... Because there's multiple pages. Yeah. But it's not a book because there's not nobody spell check. No. no. Nobody ever even No. <laughs> the thing is, this book was so poorly written, I didn't even notice if words were spelled wrong. There was some moments I had to go back because I'm like, did he just say what the what the fuck just happened? Like, why is he typing so fast? I feel like <laughs> <laughs> he said, why? I feel like he, he was in a rush. So I, I feel like he was in a rush for real, right? Because there was a bunch of like things that were said that I was like, okay, if he had some time to kind of like go back mm-hmm. and and look over that, he would fix it. But I guess he was like, no, I got I got to end. And one four one hundred and forty pages is what ended. <laughs> just, just, just 140 pages. Maybe. Yeah, because it was a point like close to the end where like everything was summarized within a few weeks, right? In half a page, yeah. And then it continued on to the end of the story, and I was like, "What the fuck?" See, that's why it didn't feel like a book to me because it, it just right. felt like one very long description of one character. Right. Yeah, it, they barely went to church. No, no, <laughs> they barely went to church. I don't go lie. At first, because the cover of this book is the same dude. From Passes Eat Pussy 2. Oh, really? So I thought for a minute there that maybe Quan Mills' ghost wrote this book <laughs> under the name King Amen. Millie. But it's sad to say this. Quan is a better writer than King Millie. So wow. Yes. <laughs> He is. At so least you're Quan saying Pastors can... Eat Pussy 2 was better than Ratchet Church? Yes. Yes. 100%. 100%. Pastors Eat Pussy 2 supremacy over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, we gonna talk, if we're going to talk about church books that involve eating pussy. Mm-hmm. Um, so thus far, I know there's a lot of different ones uh, um, out there. Thus far, Pastors Eat Pussy 2, which... There's not a one, so it really bothers me that Pastor Eat Pussy Two. It's two like T O O. Right, kind of like the sequel to Why Did I Get Married Two. <laughs> Didn't make any sense, but it's like but also. it's not a sequel. I do like how that movie they shoehorn. <laughs> I really remember the scene. It was like, man, why did I get married? This was like, why, why did, did I, I get, get married, married too? <laughs> Trailer, yeah. So, I think, yeah, so with that it, one, Tyler knew he fucked up grammatically, and he was like, I already copyrighted it, so <laughs> I'm stuck. But I do think Passes Eat Pussy 2 is a, a thousand times better than Ratchet Church by King Millie. I give you two times. 200 times better. Pick out that. Big number. Big, yeah. I didn't finish it. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. You didn't finish Ratchet Church. I can't, Ty. You gotta finish it. It ends. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me wrong. So this is what I was telling Devin. For somehow I got to, I realized I'm probably not gonna be able to do this when I got to about page 85. How did I even get to 85? I don't know. Once you make it to 85, you have to finish it. Because I see that's what I thought too. But I got to 85 and I was like, okay, this is like still chapter four and a half, five, all right, or whatever. Got through chapter five, don't know how. I started chapter six this morning. <laughs> Three sentences in, I said, I can't do this. Yeah. And so I just skipped to chapter seven to the to the the sermon that he gives at the very end of mm. the book. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I think I got it. 
Unless yeah. something crazy happens mm-hmm. and they start feeding niggas the tigers and letting horses fuck them, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, there's no, there's, there's, I can't, I can't. It was a more believable story. The I, thing that what? see, Quan Mills goes above, t- over the top, and just and will shake you. <laughs> this, right. It was very like on the line of okay this is believable this type of shit happens in real life right um you know even the ending was believable Ty it's like is some riding it, like real somebody hard watched for king like, millie yeah. <laughs> Ty, Ty did you write this i hope so did you write this Ty? <laughs> <laughs> So, you look under his bed. I don't know. In my sleep, this is t- King Millie is my Tyler Durden. <laughs> <laughs> so this book has seven chapters, just seven, 140 pages, seven chapters. You got the prostitute and the virgin, the pastor gets it in, the brother from hell, the release, daddy ain't shit, rebels without a cause in the morning after. Those are all. Each chapter. I, it's 140 pages, so do the math, because each chapter is long as fuck. Yeah. Um, this is the first book I think I've ever read where I wouldn't mind if they were if they actually were chapters that were two pages long. <laughs> Every other book, I'm like, this isn't a chapter. This time, it probably would have been helpful. <sighs> so let's get into this mm. book. This book is about, I think, okay. The characters in this book are hard, right? Because you have Dale, who is the main pastor. Also, I never met a nigga named Dale in my life. Right, a black person named Dale? Dale Gribble? Gribble, yeah. Ah, King of Hill? Sure. I started calling him Dale. You started calling him Dale? Just to make it make a little more sense to me. It might have been his name. You know, I don't know. It could have been that King forgot to do the accent mark above the E. He wouldn't even know. He wouldn't even know because he didn't reread it. But this, yeah, the characters are like a lot of brothers and a lot of podcasts. A lot of a lot of brothers or twins or yeah. something like that, and it's all one good one, one bad one, one good one, one bad one. Mm-hmm. So Dale is the leader of a mega church. I'm. They make it seem like Dale is just like this super famous human being that everybody knows. So I'm thinking that he's like Joel Olstein or something. Something like that, yeah. Ooh, the, like TDJ. Creflo, I feel like Creflo Dollar. from Creflo in a while, or Mace, or Mace. I think he's a good mix between Joel Olstein and Mace. Yeah. I think he's a mix between Joel Olstein, Mace, and Pastor Greenleaf. So not MC Hammer. No. MC Hammer ain't got nobody going to his church. Where where's his congregation? He don't even have a website. He out here still trying to diss Jay Z. <laughs> nah, sorry, Hammer. You need to quit. You are, uh, but there's Dale. He's the, the pastor. And he has a brother named Eric. What's the brother? Yeah, his brother was Eric. Mm-hmm. His brother's Eric. Eric is the bad one. Dale, uh, ahead of the mega church, he has two sons who are fraternal twins. Right. So named Chris, Chris and Chad. Um, I've never clearly, heard of Black Chad. Clearly named after uh, Chris Tucker and Chad Wick Bozeman. Uh, <laughs> those two. And Chris is the good one. No, Chad is the good one. Well, Chris is the good one. Chris is the good one. See, this is the problem. Gets, Chris is the good gets, one. Yeah, it gets, it gets Because they switch characters. 
I don't think Millie knew who he was writing about because they switched characters. At one point, Chris becomes Dale. Or so, I don't fucking know. But they're both, they're, everyone was married. I mean, uh, Dale and Eric's daddy is Joseph Jackson. Um, <laughs> not Jackson, but his daddy is Joseph and his daddy is garbage. That dad is the worst. How much is he the worst? I think the dad is Little Bootsy. Because uh, the way the story is set up in the beginning. Uh, I'm of Bootsy and Cotton Head. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. The way the story is set up or presented, when Dale, the pastor, who does eat pussy, but it's not too. Uh, <laughs> the way the story is set up, Dale as a as a teenager was very shy, and because he was shy and not a bad person. His daddy uh, thought he was a little sensitive. Thought yeah. he was sensitive to quote King Millie, anyone could see he was a sensitive boy with a caring heart. I'm from the South. We already know what that means. <laughs> uh, as a result of this sensitivity, his chauvinist father believed he was a homosexual or, as they say in the hood, a faggot. Hard F. Uh, hard F. Um, uh, I believe they say the F word uh, anywhere in the country. I don't know if it's just a hood. <laughs> I was a little, I was like, um, they said that in the Midwest. Too. <laughs> I don't know if that's just a, a hood thing. Um, but because the kid was sensitive, that's what he did. So in the tradition of Boots the Badass, he bought his son a prostitute at the age of 16. At sixteen, I would appreciate that gift, but we, we I wasn't sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? So you would appreciate your daddy buying you a a, a prostitute, or your uncle, or your just a, someone buying you a prostitute? If she looked good, it. only if she looked good. <laughs> only if she looked good. You can't get me like some snaggletooth streetwalker. <laughs> like here's your first son. Like no, I I I'm like you know what, dad. I, if that if you if you were worried if your son would be gay, you get him an ugly prostitute, he's gonna end up gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Research backs it up. <laughs> ugly prostitutes create gay men. That's what you said. At sixteen, un unwarranted. He wanted a pair of shoes. He wanted for president. This is gonna ruin you. He wanted a pair of shoes. Hey, look. I mean, okay, a regular child who's not thinking about that. I'd say 14, 13. I wasn't thinking about that. I want a new right. video game. I want some clothes. I want, you know, you want a your TV. Dick sucked by, uh... Now at sixteen, I wanted some. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess Boosie is the only person that does this. That's crazy to me. He bought. <sighs> then they go into the then they go into old girl's backstory. Yeah, which I don't care. His ne- so they uh oh, inconsequential backstory. He really had to get that word count. He did. <laughs> he really had to get that word word count. He um Well essentially only two things really happened in this whole story. <laughs> yeah. How can I feel the space? Yeah. This is Ratchet Church and like you said, they only went to church. Twice. Twice. No, three. No, he in the end he went like okay. He okay. went. 
he went to oh, he went with Jap, yeah, his Jap, uncle. He went back to his church, then mm-hmm. he went to old girl church twice. Uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah, they was fucking immediately. Right, he that he saw her at church that one time. Dick got hard. Yeah, and her coochie got hard, and then right <laughs> from from on the pool pool pit, <laughs> and then and then um he went back with her. And right, she went to go talk to the youths. Do y'all got anyone in your family that's like a preacher? Um, I mean, I was raised Jehovah's Witness, so. I was about to say, call him right now, because I want to know what the, the ratio of the pushy and dick is. Hmm? You and Donald Glover. Yeah. That's a lot of And Michael Jackson. Fam- yeah, Jehovah's Witness family people, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jackson. Y'all see what happened there. Um. They all got a music tie. What a music at, brother? Hey, I wasn't one of those. I was- <laughs> Ty got a song. I, I do have a song. Ty got a song. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like I just I was gonna say call him because I need to know. <sighs> I understand that there's those women that want to be the first lady, so they're gonna throw themselves at the pastor. They're gonna do all that kind of stuff. But these books make it seem like as soon as the man hits the church, mm. they looking in the crowd, sermon going, "Okay, that's the book. I know I'm gonna fuck her, and then I'm gonna fuck her after that." And then I was fuck her after that. And then that is that what uh counseling sessions are at church? Probably. She get crazy at church. Like the pastor's wife sits in the front and all his hosts sit scattered amongst the crowd. And then you know, Damn. and who, whoever the pastor don't want the, the deacon snatch up. Criffle Dollar had hoes, right? Or was yeah. he stealing money? Criffle. He had hoes that was yeah. money. He ran their pockets after he snatched. He's like, Don't forget to contribute, sister. Damn. Well, his daddy bought him uh back to this daddy Bible thing. Uh I need to know what it is with these uh hood books and their the author's obsession with colorism. She was perfect. She was light skinned, light green, green eyes, green eyes. Straight it's hair. always light skinned, green eyes, uh whatever, and then the woman that you don't want is always dark skinned. That big black bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It's always that, right? It's always that. Yeah. I think that is so fucked up. Do you have a problem with dark skinned women, Ty? No, I love Ty dark Wong. skin. I love dark skinned women. Mm-hmm. I wish they loved me. <laughs> but you prefer light skinned ones with green eyes, like Aisha? No. Aisha. <laughs> Why'd he give it a name, Aisha, though? That was but My guess is okay, what is the timeline on this story? Uh, like what year are they in i feel like it's in the because because everybody got a podcast it's got to be between like 2016 and now but he at one point he was saying he was in the car and he was listening to all his favorite old school rap everything from nas to jay-z which number one not a range that is not a range nas and jay-z are in the same because he was born in the 70s raised in the 80s Okay, so that's what this is? Yeah, because they, they kind of gave a frame of like how old they were, but it's like they were raised in the 80s. Well, we, we didn't even get to how old they might have been until like halfway through the book, exactly. and they're like 40-something. Yeah. But still, no, they have to be older than that because their daddy and their uncle are in their 80s. Oh, yeah. Jap is 80, right? Jap is 80. So that means the dad is either 80, 80, like somewhere in that close range of their of 70 something or whatever. So that means they have to be like 50, right? 
probably or probably not because the dad been fucking so much. He probably he probably had. Those probably young. got his kids. <laughs> he probably had them kids young. No, them them was definitely his kids. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much similarities. Well, either way, daddy got him a prostitute to prove to him that he's not gay. Make him not gay. To make him not gay, because if anything, if anyone knows anything about being gay, it's just as long as you just have some pussy, you won't be gay. Right. You got to get pussy first. You just, <laughs> you just got to have a little bit of pussy, and then you will never be gay. Um, that's that's how gay works. Just a smidge. Just <laughs> a dab of coochie. Just, <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, just a tip, just to see how it feels. Yeah. Um, wedding <laughs> crash. I can't. It's one of my favorite movies ever. But uh, as soon as he has the uh, the pussy, 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 uh, you know, it works. Here's my question. I can. I guess I understand from a male point of view. Like, oh, I'm 16. I'm fucking this woman that's so much older than me. Like, oh, that's so great. But did y'all not find this weird? I did. Cause I was like, damn, you, you just gonna start off with molestation? Start off with molestation, but also the prostitute. I get it. This is her job. I don't know. I feel like there's a prostitute. You gotta have a mind. Like, she was so nice. She was very nice, but this is what kept bothering me. She kept saying, "Oh, you ready for mama to take your clothes off?" Yeah, mama. All right, baby, you ready, baby? Our mama's gonna handle it. And it's like that's fucking gross. We need to talk to King Millie. And figure out what's, what what does he go through? That's fucking. Do you okay? When if you're if you're with a, a woman, do you like to be called daddy? Mm, nah. Because to me, it's the equivalent, and it's just as fucking gross. Daddy, <laughs> come on now. As a joke, maybe like if I say some uh, like you know assertive. Or like dominant, you know, you're like, okay, daddy. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but like, not in the bedroom. It's like, yes, daddy, give me that dick. I'm like, I, I hope you're not imagining your daddy giving you some dick. <laughs> okay, so as a joke, you can handle it. But like, if they were real, like, they were like, um, this is my man, this is my daddy. Like, you know how Monique calls her husband daddy? Yeah. That's good. Well, you got some unresolved issues. Yeah. I think that's disturbing. Especially if you turn around and call her baby. Yeah. Because you're not calling her mama. And even if you are, that's still fucking weird. Daddies and babies are a legitimate business model. Are a legitimate business model? Yeah. What do you mean? Sugar daddies and sugar babies. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know any, I don't think any any of the sugar babies are in the bedroom being like, yes, sugar daddy. Well, not sugar, but I'm pretty sure they say that. Especially when it's an older man. Yeah. Uh, so you think when you get older, you don't want someone? To Hell no! Daddy. I don't even. I don't fuck with young bitches now. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty five and up. I can't. <laughs> I can't. That yeah. We started this book off with molestation, um, and honestly, it continued. It literally was always mentioned. Every chapter, I would say, every three to four pages, that whole chapter was mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, what it says, he still liked prostitutes every, after he turned into God, uh, the man of God, Dale. He still liked prostitutes, still liked cheating, and had an affinity for girls half his age. Which was uh, all about to catch up with him. This is where the story begins. And it's weird. like, yeah, that, that's, that's what pedophiles do. Oftentimes, because if you, especially if you do it young enough, 
their mind is now warped. So a lot of times, not all the time, but that kid that was molested, was molested. Yep, that's what I said. Molested. Well, they turn into the pedophile. Touch kids, touch kids. Right. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. It's the name of this I episode. <laughs> touch kids, touch kids. Oh, no. Yikes. That's, that's what happened with Homie and Nickelodeon. Woo. Yeah. The, okay, the fat yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah was he was a child star, and then. Which show was he on? He was on oh, all that. Yeah. He, yeah, he wasn't a lot of them in the yeah. 90s. He basically ran that shit in the 90s. Remember, Which you remember Good Burger? Yeah. He the was the manager. White manager. Oh! You can't put cheese in the milk machine! <laughs> like, that was him, yeah. <laughs> they was touching him in Nickelodeon? We don't know what Nickelodeon was doing. I mean, you know, apparently, apparently Tiffany Haddish was a representative who had kids doing auditions for him. Damn. And Nickelodeon, what y'all gonna do about Tiffany? Um, <laughs> RIP. Man, you know, it was fun while she lasted. Uh, I mean, Aries Spears, none of us care about. I think, I think, okay, we can talk about that. Man, Aries, first of all. We, would, we all kind of collectively like kind of did that. No one's we never started. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> we never started with no Aries. one gave a shit about Aries since Mad TV, and we barely gave a shit about Mad TV. He was the least yeah. funniest person. You could tell which ones he wrote because it was like more ridiculous than it was funny. Yeah. It was like, why would they do some stupid shit like that? And he's in that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like Aries Spears is what happens when Tracy Morgan isn't funny. Damn. Damn, that's up. Uh, what? It's true. Exactly. Run that back. Ten years from now, when I'm famous as fuck, run it back. Run it back. I'm going to keep what I'm going to say. I'm going to hold it down. I'm not changing shit. She said what she said, I bitch. said what I said. Heart to heart. Season 72. Me and Kevin. Right there. <laughs> Tiffany Hatch will laugh about this in prison. <laughs> Hell no. She dropping all that on Aries. <laughs> yeah, she she, she going to pay. Right she going to pay her little sign, her little fines or whatever. Yeah. You know, a public apology. She did though. Yeah. As soon as it came out, she's like, "We all looking into it." But just so you know, yeah, I was like, it was Aries' fault. He did the shit. I didn't even know. She didn't seem to backpedal at all. She was like, "Yeah, that was fucked up." Hey, we all did some unfunny shit. And I yeah. did. But yeah. it didn't involve kids. Yeah. No, no, no. It never involved kids. And so I've heard there was 12 videos. Alright, we we'll go back. 12? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And then, Speaking and then, of 12 videos, Pastor R. Kelly from Ratchet Church. <laughs> uh, and he is, R- is, I think he's modeled after R. Kelly. Because he said he records all of his sexual encounters, whether the woman knows it or not. Oh, yeah, that's weird. He's fucking with. He said he as soon as she turned eighteen. But whoever believes that, whoever fucking believes that, no. But he records all of them, right? And there's one of them. I think he said that actually wants to be recorded. Like she likes being recorded. Yeah, I think that's Ebony. Ebony, yeah. But Sherry, uh, my Sherry or more, uh, is one of his hoes, and that's where we get in the second chapter. I think this was pretty fucked up. This one in particular, I think, is fucked up because Sherry is the daughter of his best friend, mm-hmm. and they go to church, and they even say, "Um, I don't, I don't know." I just thought this was funny. How good of a best friend if we never met that nigga in the book? He never, her father never shows up. I mean, in the book. to be fair, we barely met his wife, and we never hear about his mama. So I think he's probably based on on uh, R. Kelly. 
him and Bill Cosby. Wow. Um, but he there's no Spanish fly in this book. I know, but nobody ever really talked to Bill Cosby's wife. Camille? Yeah, Camille never came outside. It was weird. Shout out to Camille. And his kids. Maybe them. Yeah. Well, none of his kids. One, one, of them one of them came outside and then he got killed. One of them died. One was assaulted by Mike Tyson. What? And, and then he called her. And then Bill Cosby called her a crackhead, which I think helped. Which helped Mike Tyson beat that case. Damn, Bill. I'm like, so glad Heath Cliff Huxable was a good man. Um. <laughs> Do you think his were happy that he's out of jail? But this is kind of a parallel because it's like a, a man who has his dirt mm-hmm. but lives as if he's perfect and better than everybody. Right. Okay, well, maybe Keen Millie is deeper than that. And I told you this book is epic! Don't, don't do that. Put your goofy on, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he was Keen's. <laughs> but this is his daughter. This is his friend's daughter. Who he watched blossom from a cute baby into a bad bitch. That sense. That was gross. When I read it, I heard it in, in the voice. It was mm-hmm. like, turned from a little baby to a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, That's disgusting. Rude. However, when he said that um, she was primed and ready to part her legs like the second coming of Sodom and Gomorrah, I fucking cackled. Yo, that he had bars. Funny. Yeah, yeah, that was a bar. He was spitting all. Yeah. I thought he was gonna continue with like all these comparisons to the Bible, but I think it was just for that chapter. I, that clearly that means King Millie didn't read it because he could have. There could have been a lot of just really good Bible puns. Yeah, just good little pastor bars. Yeah, look at little pastor bars. Even when when he's when we see like uh, pieces of him actually talking to Congress or Israel or something, he could have. There could have been so many funny lines if not said by dale but by eric and if not by eric then his sons or joseph or just somebody mm-hmm. he missed out on making this book hilarious is all i'm saying uh <laughs> all these books always have a good iteration of how they say um how they do their best to not say pussy vagina dick or whatever and this one the first instance is when he said, a greater man than him has fallen in submission to the pink god. Um, Hallelujah. I was like, that, I put that in my, I, in my, was, in my I, I, wrote, I think that might be the best I think so too. I think that metaphor for vagina we've ever read. We've heard some bad. We've yeah. Warmth, I think her <laughs> warmth <laughs> is the worst one. Her warm center. Um, that's, but thank god. god. That sounds like a Nicki Minaj album. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. That's only the next one. Yeah. yeah. That's, ooh. I mean, we're leaking, we're leaking Nicki Minaj time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like the vagina is leaking. The pink god is leaking. Pink god in source now. Uh, I thought that one was pretty fucking good. But, you know, there, the comp, okay, the dialogue in this book is the worst. How they separated it, like it was a script, then you never know who exactly was talking. You never know. But it's also, no one talks like this, right? The first time we get like some dialogue outside of the hooker <coughs> is when he is having sex with Sherry. Mm-hmm. He says he loved the way Sherry talks shit. I'm just going to read it as is because this is terrible. 
<clears throat> I'm gonna read in how I think they talk. <clears throat> you like my lips on your cock, Pastor Cash? Oh yeah, I love your lips on my cock. You want me to come? You want to come in my face, huh? Yes. You want to shoot that hot, sticky cum in my face, huh? You want to see your gooey drip down my face, huh? Yeah. Oh. Ah. Is Sherry white? No. No, but I I don't know. King Millie is, is King weird. Millie white? I I gotta see because I'm I'm looking, but because last time I watched porn, I don't. Black people, black women don't say cock. They don't. They don't say cock. It dick. It's just dick, and if they do say cock, it's because they're fucking a white man in the porn. King Millie could be a black man obsessed with black porn. Or white women. Mm. Mm. I guess it's so bad. Maybe, maybe King Millie's never had there's sex. There's too many King Millie's. But maybe I can't King Millie has King never Millie had sex with a woman, which is why there's a lot of talk of if you don't have sex with a woman, you're gay. Yeah. Mm. Maybe King Millie is a white virgin pastor. Mm. Maybe King Millie is a dude that was supposed to marry Michelle Williams, but then they didn't get married. You remember him? Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child. Mm. You remember when she was engaged oh. to that white man? Yeah. yeah. And they had a reality show? I remember that. Yeah. Well, everybody was glad they didn't get I Millie, think everybody was glad they didn't get married. King Millie is very good at keeping his face off. I think it's interesting that we went from one of the best metaphors for pussy to one of the worst metaphors, one of the worst Dialogues, but also one of the worst names for cum that we've ever read in any of these books. Goop. Which, no, not even goop. He says, Pastor lost everything from care, lost everything from, uh, careless season to his brain cells. He rubbed his baby batter deep into her skin and Sherry got off, got off of Baby batter. Baby batter. I've heard baby gravy. Baby gravy? Yeah. Baby gravy. But baby batter is a way better alliteration. But why is it so thick? Hey, he, he has a rich diet. That's just coming out like syrup out of a tree, man. <laughs> why is it so <laughs> thick? That's fucking gross. Enough to make twins. Josh Gimbino said, man, your girl drank my day cream. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> that's better. I'd rather hear that than... than he has no... Um, no photos? Because no he's a white I don't even think he has a Instagram. Man. Or, he really is Quan Mills. I feel like ever since Sean King, the black community has been like, who's good? <laughs> 100%. I, I've got my I've got my magnifying glass on. Uh, what's the name? I keep Ice it. Spice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my magnifying glass to her face. I'm gonna figure that out. That nigga on munch. This is in the for lunch. It says she she the she a female six nine. Yeah, her, her. I think she is. She's probably like a quarterback. I thought she was like uh, some sort of Hispanic. I don't know. So either way, Dale Cash is his name, and um, Pussy is his game. And <laughs> Pussy and the Lord. 
The Lord's pussy is his game. The pink guy oh, yeah. and the regular guy. The pink guy and the regular guy. And uh, he's like a mega a mega thing. He has a porn and sex addiction. Mm. I think what's really interesting in this book is they make it seem like watching porn is worse than him fucking around so much. Because even at certain points, they're like, oh, well, my husband never watched porn. Or I can't believe he's watching porn. Can you believe he's watching porn? That he's starring in. Right. But I think at one point, even her mama was like, well, at least my husband never like watched porn. As if that is worse. If you had to rank them, which do you think would be worse? That he was watching porn? He was making porn and not getting paid for it. Or that he was fucking around. He was already a millionaire pastor. Right. But, hmm, not that much. Do, would you record yourself having the sex like these guys? Not if I'm married. No, I don't have proof. That you have sex? Yeah. <laughs> people who aren't my wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not gay, look. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no sensitive over here, nigga. <laughs> it's your screensaver. It's just always like, <laughs> right. <laughs> this, is what, this, is what got, this is what got Kanye caught up. Yeah. Real friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor Kanye. That laptop that is fucking bitches. Like, <laughs> paid 50 thousand dollars. How do you even think like, man, I need a I need a special laptop just for all this fucking Like how do you even That's a lot of fucking why do you need a laptop? Shouldn't you just need like a, a hard drive? That's a porn obsession. Then you just gotta rely on memory. Nah. So okay. What? Some detail you need to like see. <laughs> you can't rely on memory, so if you... you are married and you do not want to Oh, if you're caught, married then yeah. Rely on memory, fam. Right. Muscle you out the video game. You are exactly, yeah. No so replays. if you're married, but if you're married, can you watch porn? Yeah. It just can't be your porn. I'm going to the basement. <laughs> have your own personal He porn did have computer. his own personal porn computer, though. It's like murdering somebody. I'd be like, you know what? I'm done murdering. You keep all the weapons. He was, he right. was next level, though. He had all his clips. And then he, he was making them. compilation videos. That's what sounds crazy. Like, like, all right, this is my this is my <laughs> head video. Like, this is my anal video. This is my my thirty second cum like this yeah, is just a cum shot. Cum shots, yo. That means he watches all them the back. back. That means he watches them back. <laughs> Call it pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> so that means he's watching them back, taking down notes. Also terrible. taking down yeah. uh, minute markers, like five minutes titty look. Yeah. All right, like he's doing that, and then terrible and, name for a phone. GC. <laughs> I, I wouldn't immediately know what that stood for, Good but coochie. I would be like, yeah, I'm like, nah, 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 so suspicious. Man. You right, you got naming after the church. I'm you better put that 990s or some tax related. Something. Yo, yeah, oh, something yeah. that they wouldn't look through. Because me, when I W four W twos, I'll just yeah. like. Right. Just press the buttons right away. <laughs> Just throw your hand on the keyboard, whatever come yeah, up is yeah. what come up. It's like that's the porn. Yeah, uh, that's that is interesting. Okay. The porn is interesting enough. But I think the thing that disturbed me the most, more than the 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 prostitute fucking a child, more than all the, the bad conversation, all this shit, is very early on we figured he tells us how Pastor Dale 
masturbates? Laying on the floor in the bathroom. Laying on the floor I'm like, in the you bathroom. are an adult. <laughs> in your own house. Who does that? Just coming on your own belly. But it, that seems so inconvenient. With, with his, I bet he had his foot on the door just in case somebody... And also, you have millions of dollars. You don't have your own special bathroom dedicated to, like, shitting. He got the basement, but for some reason he He chose. don't want to do that in the basement. He wants to do it in the... In his the master bathroom. In the master bathroom, which apparently is small as fuck, because he's just closing the door and the wife is like, Honey, are you gonna come down? I mean dinner, it's time to come down and he's just laying naked. Laying butt naked. So then he gets completely nude. Yeah, yeah. Lays on the cold ass tile of the bathroom floor. And he was jerking off dry. And <laughs> That man ain't had no type of lubrication, no lotion, no Vaseline, no nothing. He just straight up went. He was out here making a fire stick. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand the 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 laying down part. Yeah. Who who who? I, I the only way that makes sense to me is if you are a woman, because it's easier to just lay back to 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 masturbate. But like. No. Do y'all be do y'all lay down when you masturbate? Like yeah. all the way down, yeah. flat I'm not all the way. But he's laying flat on the ground. Not on the ground, not like I've been in the military. As a child, as a as a kid, maybe, but that's because like as I, a child, this nigga forty five. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> as I've gotten older, my masturbation has gotten more like better. I got a VR headset, so like <laughs> I'm in another world with it, but. <laughs> I put my feet up on my bed. I be in my gaming chair, extra comfortable, right? And I get to work. But this nigga is like, I ain't, I ain't laid on the floor to masturbate since I was like thirteen. This nigga masturbated when he in prison. I think a lot of these art authors are from prison. From prison. They're from prison. From prison. <laughs> Born and raised. Quan Mills, King Millie, they all went to prison together. All got they out all of in the same cell block. Mm-hmm. All in the same. R- writing books. They had a book writing program. They they had to. They had to have had a book writing program. And clearly, that teacher didn't really show up. So <laughs> it was it was Amazon sponsored. <laughs> like, look, when you get I out, never you heard of it. I never heard of that before. Someone laying on their back on the floor, and it's not even like carpet. It's fucking it's linoleum. Or, oh no, he rich. He had the good. The he good ain't tile. that rich. He not Bill Gates. He ain't got no heated floor. He was a oh yeah. He ain't got no heated floor. But he was he he don't mind having his booty on that linoleum. That's what. What? I think his floor in the bathroom is the same as yours. So imagine being <laughs> put naked on the floor. <laughs> That's terrible. You know floor is Did he have his leg? I don't know if he had his legs apart or he is like laying straight. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine he's laying straight. That's that's wild. He different. He is sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he got a really small bathroom, then he probably has his legs like up on the tub. And his bed on the floor. That kind of makes more sense. Or on the toilet. Like, the toilet is closed. He got, like, one leg up on the nah, toilet. Nah, he's not on the toilet, man. He's on the floor. He said, Dale Cash laid on the bathroom floor, sweating like a slave running from master. This man sweating on him. I, I want to know how, how fat Dale was, because a lot of the times he was sweating profusely. 
But he's a pastor and all pastors sweat. Pastors sweat too. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, I... And then he also had videos of, of bitches sending him... Bitches sending him videos or whatever. Yeah. But... I don't know. I guess the moral of the story is y'all gotta stop um, masturbating on the floor. Yeah. And another thing that bothered me, I forgot about this too. He was masturbating on the floor to the girl. She called him FaceTiming or whatever. So, 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 yeah. So he's on the floor FaceTiming. The wife is knocking on the door talking about, hey, I made fried chicken. Um, You need to come downstairs. He's like, all right, I'm coming. Literally, this is a dialogue. Baby, dinner is ready. You must, are you, are you almost done? Just a minute, baby. You sure you okay? I'm coming. Don't take too long. I'm coming. Fine, dear. Yeah. I'm coming. That was extra. That was just terrible. And also, I was like, Teresa. <laughs> Teresa, come on, girl. But also, after we learned that it didn't work, like, Dale still came, whatever. But it says, and I quote, on his belly. <laughs> Um, Dale shot what seemed to be a boatload of semen on his raw belly as his naive and unsuspecting wife stood on the other side, on the other end of the door. He turned the sound down on the phone so they didn't hear anything. This is what bothered me. It helped that he actually had to use the bathroom, which covered the subtle smell of knotted time. Rug burn, you know, all that all that heat and friction. You know, Why you does it smell when you are masturbating? You don't have a good diet. It's even yeah. smell like pork <laughs> pork beer. Swine skeet. <laughs> Swine skeet. Um That's disgusting. Who's who why does his dick smell? Sometimes nothing smells. If you let it just sit out. <laughs> what do you mean you just let it sit out? If you let it sit you out. You let it get room temperature? All right, as, as a penis person. Okay. Uh, Sometimes when you bust, it's like, it's, it's like, a, like a volcano. It shoots out and then it like oozes. And like sometimes the nuts so good, you can't like get up and wipe yourself. So you kind of sit there with it. <laughs> And the mix of that plus whatever you whatever no. moisturizer you use. Oh, uh, Ty, I can't wait for you to run for president so I can play this back. Hey, I can't wait because by that time, presidents will be able to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you bust. Now, you know, you up to the wrist and skeet. Up to the wrist? Up to the wrist. You elbow Jesus. deep. You elbow deep. And, um, <laughs> and you just sitting there. It get it get a little funky. Why gonna... does it smell? I don't know because it's supposed to go in something. It's not supposed to be sitting out in the air and then it get all crusty and your arms are like all tight. This is disgusting. Okay, this is, this this is nasty. it's not snitching. It's not a crime. All right. <laughs> this is nasty. masturbation is natural. All right. I used to tell I told y'all about that website <laughs> that I ran upon a long time ago, right? The uh, I drink myself dot com. Yuck. <laughs> Oh, you do what? <laughs> Why are you scrolling that? Not the batter. No, I wasn't scrolling for it. Okay, this is not what the happened. Splatter batter. The, the, first of all, the website does not exist anymore. 
But if God. you go to one of those internet you know, archives, yep. Because if you go, if you find one of those That's internet, uh, if you find one of those internet archives, it'll pop up though. It was so. Shout out to DDT, uh, comedian. She also sings the theme song for this. She comes on the pod. Very funny comedian. Look her up. There. So we're all from Dallas, or we just met in Dallas. Me and a bunch of other female comedians. We in Dallas had our own little group chat going on because there wasn't enough black female comedians to have a whole Facebook group. So we just have a little chat. And a long time ago, me, DDT, Jal Judah, all of us, I don't know what the fuck we were talking about, but we ended up talking, it was like joking about like men who store their cum. Like we were talking about like women who like keep the cum of uh, athletes and shit to try to like impregnate themselves. We were like, do men do that? And as a joke, I was trying to find a picture of a dumpster, like a little, like a tiny little dumpster. And in me doing that on Google, for some reason, I typed in cum dumpster. Don't question like anything. The, like an actual cum dumpster exists. Like yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking know. And hey. what popped up, the very first website that came up was idrinkmyself.com. And so I went to idrinkmyself.com. And it opened up with this very long Robert Frost style poem. I was like, what the fuck is this? I kept clicking and very quickly I learned that this was a website that men went to to learn how to ingest their cum. Nut shots. Uh, how to make different drinks. How to infuse oh. How to like eat this to make your cum taste like this, so that way when you come, you can put it in your drink and it enhances the flavor. Um, recipes, how to cook, and there was a whole section about like how to suck your own dick, and um, it was a very interesting uh, website. And so it saved the insult, probably. It maybe I don't need because I need meat. <laughs> <laughs> So when he says, like, it smelled, I wonder, like, I don't know. Maybe he he was trying something new with his diet because he likes the smell. Because he's obsessed with sex. He has an addiction. So maybe some of that is, like, you know, smell, sensory. And so he likes the smell of sex, too. That's a satisfying thing for him. You understand what I'm saying, Devin? You know, I think you're giving King, uh, King Millie a little too much credit. To <laughs> um, but either or, you're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, either way, he did this. He masturbated on the floor, and then he wiped his forehead and shut down his computer um, and looked in the mirror. And wiped, said, off his- wiped off his forehead. <laughs> you got to bounce? Yeah, I got to That's fine. You guys, that Devin is going to head out because he's famous. Not famous, just Devin's famous. Told someone I give him a ride. That's fine. That Making is fine. Making empty promises. Mm-hmm. Making empty promises, um, and that's okay because you did more than I did, which is finish reading this book <laughs> before you go. Yep. What, like, what? Seriously though, how would you rate this book? I'm gonna give this a good old fashioned one out of twenty-two. One out of twenty-two. Ridiculous. I like. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, Dev, it, we'll catch you on the next book. See you next time. Let's get Dev. Uh, get a second to go.
while dev is leaving hey guys it's we're gonna take a quick break this is uh rachel once again um the hbic i always gotta remind you who the hbic is but <laughs> while devin is leaving let's take a second if you haven't please go and uh follow us on instagram hood novel book club uh on instagram check out the website hoodnovelbookclub.com and definitely go check out everyone that's on the pod ty your mom's favorite um debonair status devin please make sure you check all of us out and remember none of this would even be happening if it wasn't for um all of y'all listening right it's 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 super important and i'm so glad that you guys are listening please make sure you share it and we got more stuff coming out i'll announce the book at the end of the episode so let's jump back into uh this shit into this fuckery <laughs> all right we had to get dev out of here because he's famous but we'll keep going through this trash ass fucking book so you really like this book it's cool it had a message what was the message please break it down again be a real nigga about your life that's because that's all they ever said okay can we talk about eric yeah okay so dale is the the super pastor and dale has a brother who's polar opposite named eric Mm -hmm. who's been to jail three times and he just got out of jail and somehow just got out of jail Already has a book deal and a podcast with millions of people. Listening. Shout out King Millie. <laughs> so I don't. You, okay, why do you like Eric? Because he lives his truth. There are a lot of you people. are literally saying the words in this book yes. right now. All right, there are a lot of people who live holier than thou, but has a lot of dirt in the background. They're very big on public image. They have to be this type of person. They have right. to be that type of person. And they look down on others. And then when they dirt come out, all of a sudden, like, it's the biggest, craziest shit ever. They're right. ashamed. Now they lost all these opportunities. When a motherfucker come out, like, themselves doing their thing, like, no matter how how people feel, people respect that more. You know? Right. The same shit with, with, with uh, if, okay, that's kind of like the, the Bill Cosby and, uh, what's his name? Richard Pryor parallel. Okay. Richard Pryor did drugs, fuck hoes. Right. Sucked a couple of dicks in his day. Right. He lived that. And he was like, well, shit, I ain't got nothing to hide. I do what I do. Right. He doesn't judge anybody for what they do while he does his own thing. Right. While Bill Cosby telling people to pull up their pants, but. But that was sleep. old Bill Cosby. Uh, shit, up until. Well, that. He was still. What, in the 90s? Or what? No, that was like the early 2000s. That was like the early 2000s when he started that pull, pull up your pants and do the homework shit. Why he knocking bitches out? Spanish fly. Spanish fly. It was a combination of Spanish fly and crazy. It was like, ooh, this drink is kind of nasty. Ooh, right. Just drink, just drink it with this. <laughs> Take two of these. I'll see you in the morning. Literally, I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're saying there's the, there's the parallel. Yeah, because it's like both of them. Because are... I do get that though, like the whole, you know, holier than thou, yada yada yada, which this book beats over the head. Oh yeah, I think honestly, if we go through this book, there's probably only like twenty real sentences. Hmm. Because the dialogue is the exact same dialogue over and over and over again. Yeah. Did you get to the part where his dad was talking about he showed a man love? <laughs> 
He showed him man love. Man love. He was like, I love my son. And I showed him love the only way I can. I showed him man love. And man love is hard. It's, it's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but hold on. Let's finish yeah, talking about Eric, though. Yeah, yeah. So Eric is, like you said, he just came out of jail. Literally just came out of jail. Has a po- So I guess um, in the jail that King Millie went to and Quan when everybody went to, they had a, po- uh, a book writing program. The book, the po- the jail that Eric went to had a book, a podcast, podcast studio, studio, which that is a podcast. Have you heard it? I can't remember the name of it, but there is a podcast that is in prison. They talk to people in prison and they like just talk to their stories. It's actually fucking fascinating. They talk to people who have murdered, people who just been on drug charges, like just fun stuff like uh, conjugal visits and how that works. And it is a fascinating podcast. So I feel like that's where he got the idea from this from. But the name of Eric's podcast is Real Nigga Shit. This isn't a bad name. It's not. For a podcast. Uh, <laughs> R- RNS, Real Nigga Shit. But it seems like a terrible podcast. He just talks about real Because all he says is, yeah, I do that because I'm a real nigga. He drives that into our head. He just says it over and over. He says, uh, real nigga a lot and live your truth. That's that and for practical purposes. Those are the three most used Term. terms, phrases, whatever you want to call it, uh, in the book. And it's all. But apparently Eric's podcast is immediately out of prison. He has nowhere to live. So he's going to stay with, he just decides he's going to stay with his brother. He already has bitches coming over. He already has weed coming over. I guess he never had to check in with a probation officer. So I guess his crime wasn't that bad. Yeah, I think he just did it for like, I think he was just selling drugs. So he did like maybe three years, three, four years. No, okay. seven. He did seven. He did seven? Yeah, because fresh out, he got him some pussy. Right. So yeah, he talked to some girl, ended up fucking her in the hotel room. He's like, shit, I ain't had pussy like that in a while. And she was like, you had, oh yeah. yeah. He's like you. You came before. And he's like yeah. My hand. My hand. Yeah. 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 But nonetheless, like that. I hope no one thinks that this is real. You're not coming out of jail with millions of pop followers on a podcast and then immediately get. And then he's writing a book. And he got a hundred thousand dollars. And yeah, he advanced. came out of jail with a hundred thousand dollars advance for a book. Uh. That he let's just be real. If King Millie can't properly write a sentence with this book, Eric can't write a book at all. Hey. And so <laughs> he has this podcast. He's already getting booked on late night talk shows. Yeah. Or something. I don't understand the world that has been set up. It's a world where pastors eat pussy too. <laughs> I don't understand the world where this has been set up where everything is just instant. Because they make it seem like Dale is just as famous as Beyonce. As well. Almost. Yeah, he's very he's very popular. He's charismatic. These these super church things is, is even medium sized church pastors that, you know Right, but even Joel Olstein isn't that visible. Like, yeah, he has thousands, I get it, he uses the Astrodome or whatever in Houston, like, I I get all that, but even still, 
his popularity isn't at his height, his popularity isn't what they're making Dale seem to be. Because they're making Dale seem to be Michael Jackson. Like, that's what they're making it seem like. Nigga Michael Jackson. But his kids go to public school, which is very weird. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. Maybe they went to in a good neighborhood? They went to somebody? I mean, they clearly there wasn't that many people who went to his church. He doesn't have that much money. Because he's on the floor holding the bathroom door closed with his foot so he can masturbate. That's while not laying that's down. not a money thing. That's a freak thing. Maybe he just liked the, the tiles like breathe like between his eyes. Listen, even even my house growing up, if I were to close the doors to the bathroom, my mom's bathroom in the major in the master bedroom, I still wouldn't be able to do that. Like actually I would have been able to do that. But it's so far. And there's no lock. Like it's so far. There's no lock. That's why you lay on the floor so you can keep your foot. You lay on the floor so you can keep your foot on the door so nobody can like, get in. So then, then just go in the toilet. Because when the bathroom's usually that big, the way the they tend to set up, they have the, the they have the toilet in a in a cl- with a door that you can physically close, so the shit don't have to smell up while you you know mm-hmm. putting on your makeup and trying to take a shower. Right. Hey, you don't know, man. How that they never explain. How the bathroom was built. Honestly, they never explained where they were until chapter six, which was North Carolina. This whole book, they've been in North Carolina, and we don't know that until the end of the He's book. The most popular pastor in North Carolina, right? Okay, so he big, but he not big. <sighs> Either way, it doesn't make sense. And then also, they're they're talking about he has a literary agent straight out of jail. He has a hundred thousand dollars straight out of jail. He is in talks for a late night talk show. Well, they said satellite. Yeah, they was like, oh yeah. They said satellite, and then eventually it was on basic cable. So that yeah. lets me know maybe this podcast isn't as popular as because anyone can have a basic cable television show. You just pay for it. Damn, really? Yes. That's horrible. Their basic cable is like so easy. If you have the time and the money and the to pay for the space, okay, go so for it. Kind of like uh, what is that? Can TV? What's Can TV? It's the local, the local cable television thing. I did a show on Can TV, Mars Tim's Ranch. Okay. But yeah, it's very it's local television. It's over there by the medical center, the whole studio area. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I've never heard of it. It's local television. Mm-hmm. You have to live in that neighborhood in order to get it, correct? Well, you have to live in Chicago and you got to have direct TV. See? Yeah. So it can't be that great. But that's Eric. And Eric's whole philosophy is that he's a real nigga and he knows he's a real nigga because he's just like his dad. He fuck bitches and smoke weed and he has a good time. Uh, I think yeah. Eric is supposed to be Charlie Murphy. Nah. In this. I think they're all like all comparisons are different. Probably. And then and then also so that's Eric. Dale has two sons, one of which is just like the good versions of Dale, and the other one who's just like it's Dale's funny. brother and daddy and granddaddy and all that other shit. Which is he also has a podcast. He's I don't know how old these kids are. Fourteen. You think they're fourteen? They're fourteen. Why? It was mentioned. They said they're 14? Yeah. Because at one point they were talking about like... They got a car. Yeah, you can't drive when you're 14. You don't know. 
North Carolina. You can't drive when you're 14. You can get a a, a, a permit. But what? So so Chris is the one, or yeah, Chris, the one that's just like the brother. Is he also has a podcast that he runs that somehow his dad does not know about and he's never heard of? Right? How is it super popular and you don't know? Your dad, his daddy don't. Everyone on this in this book that has a podcast has millions of followers. <laughs> They're all just as uh, popular as Joe Rogan. I mean, they could bank off of. The popularity of of um, the church, the dad, right? But then the dad would know. There's no way that a kid with a podcast with millions of views, same thing with the brother, same thing with all that, with millions of views, and Dale being the mega church person that he is. There's no way in heaven or hell that no one at any point in time has been like, "How do you feel about your son in the podcast?" I think he's too busy eating pussy too, <laughs> and um, and he don't never because nobody talks. He don't. He doesn't talk to his kids. He don't. Well, he talks to his kids during lunch, or during dinner, during dinner. dinner, and you know he it's really just him lecturing them on how to act. Right, because Dale does this thing a lot in the book where he does the Chris Rock um, niggas versus black people. black people sketch a lot. He does it a and he lot. Says, all money ain't good money. All money ain't good money. I'm not a nigga. I'm a real man. I'm a black man. Uh, he was king. Yeah, that happens a lot in this book. I don't know. I just feel like overall this book is garbage. It is garbage. They don't go to church. And when they, once the shit does hit the fan in this book, how did the shit hit the fan in this book? So No, um, the brother wrote a book. Yeah. The brother wrote a book and in the book he describes the time his dad but brought brother, Dale a prostitute. And then he talked about it in all the interviews right. that he went to. And right. all the places that he went was like they they were falling for ratings and they were looking for something to like, you know. Right. So everybody was building clout off of that one situation. What were these interviews that he was going to? Because the way he writes it, it makes it seem like he's going on fucking Jimmy Kimmel and shit at night to do this. But I think mm-hmm. in actuality, it was probably just like Vlad TV. Ah! Or like Shayro. Low key. It probably was like Vlad or DJ Academics or something. Right. Because the way that they were even asking questions, they were like, oh, so. So your dad bought your brother a prostitute? It was very messy. It was very Vlad ish. Yeah. Very Vladish. And he was so ready to tell that story. I'm like, it's your book about you. Why are you talking about someone else? Right. I do think it's interesting that that is a thing that so called that like allegedly brought down Dale and his church and his marriage and his family. Because they said it a billion times in the book of like, okay, well, everybody has flaws. So just talk about it. Right. But he was also making it seem like, oh, I can't talk about it because it was my idea. But it was like, no one's saying it was your idea. You can be like, yeah, my dad made me do that. Exactly. He he's he uh was constantly doing PR. Right. To fix it. Like even his wife was out doing PR about that thing that happened. Damn near twenty to thirty years ago. Twenty yeah. And it's like, okay, that's a part of his childhood. He has right. trauma. Things happen. You know, and he could have been like, he could have been graceful about it. 
but he wasn't. Right. He was like, stop talking about that shit. He kept avoiding it and kept avoiding it and kept avoiding it. I think that's what made it worse. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things about this book that was also terrible is how many times they used the word fucking rebel. Oh, yeah. In he this was a book. rebel. You know how bitches love rebels. Re- there's even a whole chapter, Rebel Without a Cause. Um, no one talks like this. Even their arguments make no sense. I think that, yeah, when he was talking to his kids, it established that the rebel one was super smart. Right. Because he always had a good rebuttal for whatever his dad told him, you know. Right. But also this whole thing, it was like the problems people had. So Jap, who's in the Jap? So there's Joseph and Jap. Uh, Joseph is the dad. Jap is their uncle. And we all know the dad is garbage. He's buying prostitutes, fucking hoes. They make it seem like the dad is Drake's dad. <laughs> and the same daddy. And they they do this whole thing of back and forth of like, he's this, he's that. And then Jack is the complete opposite person. He has a farm. He's never cheated on his wife. He works hard. He has kids, blah, blah, blah. But it seems like anytime they talk about Dale's sons, particularly Chris, the one that's not good. They're always like, I can't believe there seems like there's two cardinal sins in this book. One disrespecting women and the other is is saying nigger. <laughs> <laughs> Even because he's a real man. That and, and all money ain't good money, right? Yeah. That's it. It seems like there's no actual like condemnation for him cheating. It's just like, hey man, don't say bitch. You can't right. do that. We we black men, you can't say bitch. Gotta respect our queens. You came from a woman. That's why I you fuck them. You came in a woman. That's why I fuck them and record it. And then make compilation videos and send them out for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Pass the cash. All up in that ass. Part three. Right. They has this book. He's getting six figures for a book. I think they say faggot 20 times in this book. They kind of kept light on the F word. They, they said sensitive, sweet, gay, right. um, sugar in his tank. Um, mm-hmm. They might have sprinkled fruity in there at one point. Right. So this is like this is a, the, an example of just like the, how the dialogue is written because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, see, this is one of the times that Dale comes home and he goes into the step house. And his brother and his daddy in there fucking hoes and smoking weed. Um, Ty, would you like to indulge me in some uh, acting? Okay. All right. Um, I'm just going to read a line and then you read the next one because they don't distinguish who's talking in these books. It's just, and now this person spoke. Um, Which is how they set it up a lot. Here we go. Um, What the hell are you doing, daddy? It's called getting high and having a good time. You want to hit this? Uh, no. Why not? I'm a pastor, Daddy. You're still a little soft. That's why. You paid for a woman to have sex with me at 16. Well, I had to. I didn't know if you was a a faggot or not. Uh, A punk or a sissy? I get it. I always liked girls. I was just shy. Pussy brought that shy right out of you. You sped up after that. A little? A lot. world doesn't know you fuck around, but daddy do. You always bringing that up. I see the way you look at that young girl. That little, what's her name? Sherry, you fucking up. Daddy, that's disgusting. 
she should she could be my daughter. She can get that dick too. <laughs> and that young girl Shanti. One time I saw you around her and Could you please stop accusing me? A player, no, a player, nigga. <laughs> you could be in denial. But you like pussy, like the rest of us. I don't know why church niggas trying to be all brand new. I prefer not to be referred to as a church nigga. Why not? Ain't you a nigga that run a church? I prefer the term black man. The only difference between a black man and a nigga is that black man don't know he's a nigga. And see. <laughs> First of all, dialogue terrible. Second of all, that last line is kind of a bar. That was the only difference between a black but man and a nigga. nigga is that a black man don't know he's a nigga. That sounds like something Malcolm X said. Um, it sounds like it was on the 444 album. Uh, you know, whatever. It's, it's a lot of weirdness because whenever Dale does get upset, the first thing he does is prove playing or claim holier than thou. Which is like, oh, I would never, I can't believe you. Like you said about Sherry. You know you fucking Sherry. She's supposed to be my daughter. Yeah, but you fucking. Don't say that. that don't, right. Don't say that. You, and you know damn and good and damn well that you, you, yeah. It's not good. And it's like this whole, I get it, the whole contradictory thing of like you doing this one way and acting like this the other way. But. Woody Allen never told us we couldn't fuck bitches. Or your, or your daughter. Mm-hmm. He just did it and we all accepted it. He made great art. He unfortunately does. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately does. But I think my biggest problem overall with this book was it sucks. Um, and the dialogue is terrible. The only dialogue is if you're Dale, I'm sorry, if you're Eric, Chris, or Joseph, the only things you say are, I'm a real nigga, I'm a real nigga, real niggas fuck pussy, pussy is God, I'm a real nigga. And if you are anyone else in the book, you're going, I love church, I love church, I love church, but also pussy. Oh, and don't eat bacon. That's they make it very clear not to eat swine in this book. Keep that um, pork off your fork. Keep <laughs> And I guess at the end, I mean, it comes ahead because of these interviews and the views or whatever. We did learn at one point that his son, Chris, is fucking his teacher. Yeah. Came out and recording it. And recording that as well. All right. Yeah. But that's Dale. I. The, the overall, I just don't fucking understand. So, but you like this book, yeah? Yeah, I mean, it's very simple. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not over drawn out. Everything is kind of to the point. You kind of know what it has, is one hundred percent to the point. Unfortunately, I hate it. I can't believe you like this book, Ty. You no, know, it it shows that toxic masculinity is hereditary. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the timeline is of this book? I think it's around like 2018. What what year was this book written? Uh, that I don't know. So whatever year it was written, I feel like... No, but I mean like, this doesn't take place over the course of a week. This uh, takes place over years, right? Probably a year and a half. Or maybe six months. Because there's huge jumps in time that they don't really say. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Because like, the point from when the brother gets out of prison... Mm-hmm. Or gets out of jail to when 
all hell breaks loose and everything gets like exposed, mm-hmm. I want to say that's like two to three months in the making. Right. Then I don't know how long he spends with uh with uh what's his name with jit with um Jack. Jap. I don't know how long he spends with Jap. Mm-hmm. It almost seemed like he was only with Jap for the weekend. It seemed like it, right? Because like, because it was his first time going to Jap's church, right? So it had to be like a week or so. He goes to Jap's church, and then when he leaves Jap's church, his son got a sex tape, right? So that's a thing. Yes, the son with the sex tape. Where is the mom in all of this? Where is his wife? His wife is is cooking dinner, and oh, after the. After the divorce, she moves in with her mom. Yeah, but it's like so. Then who was watching the kids? It seems like they just left the kids at the house. They left the kid. They left. The, I think one of the sons was with her, kind of, and then the other one was with the dad and the uncle. At still at the house. Yeah, smoking weed and 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 touching booties. And fucking. He, he and probably had him a couple of um, you know, prostitutes too. Oh, for sure. I'm pretty sure that the the son and the uncle and the granddaddy ran trains were, on hoes. Yeah. We're all fucking yeah, running running trains on hoes together, like as a group, as a bonding experience. That's gross. You not gonna fuck somebody with your uncle? No, I went to the strip club with my uncle, but I never fuck a bitch with my uncle. You was a stripper with your uncle? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, no, no. He's just watching and get a lap dance, and like, good job, nephew. No, he was getting his own. But then he would reach over and be like, good job, nephew. No. And then he'd be like, hey, nephew, you need another uh, $20 so you can throw it on some bitches? I wish. No, he doesn't give you money. No. Well, That's he gave me like sure. $20, but I was like, you know what? I can't afford it. It's money. 20 to get in. Nah, it was free. Oh. You got there before Tuesday? Yeah. It was most definitely the summer. That seems like a too early time. The sun was up? The sun you was went up. to the strip club in the daytime? Hell yeah. What? It was pretty lit. Just because they make you guys feel like you're the best people because you're the only people there? No, it was pretty. It wasn't packed, but they were. They Who was getting packed? It's getting packed in a strip club at yeah. 2 o'clock in the afternoon? It was in Florida. Oh. You have to leave with Florida, Ty. Okay. I was in Florida. Florida. It was a strip club in Florida. There is one chapter on Joseph where we get a little backstory on him, and I'm wondering um, was their daddy bisexual? Ooh. Here's why. So. Because they're talking about Joseph, uh, Joseph Cash is his name. That's their last name. Um, he was always a not, a no, like, just an ain't shit nigga. That, that's always been his thing. Um, but they describe him, they say, every, um, everyone from Shaft to Superfly was an idol. He was always dressed like the low budget southern version of each of them, taking pride on how he dressed, no matter how over the top it was. These black men were bucking, uh, were bucking back at the system and not taking shit from master. It was something he could seldom do in real life, but through his hard work, he was able to get a nice guy and a cute sister to. What? Uh. That's what it says. He was able from. It was something he could seldom do in real life, but through his hard work, he was able to get a nice guy and a cute sister or two. Was they daddy bisexual? Mm-hmm. But also that might that might be one of those um, typos. Uh, able to get a cute guy is a typo. That's a whole. Was like girl. 
So you're saying this, because to me, it would almost make sense that it would be bisexual because he's so scared of being gay. Ooh. I want you to be he's sensitive so like that. He's so scared of being gay. Hence, fucking prostitutes. How come none of these people can just get an actual woman? Why is it always a prostitute? Prostitutes cut out the middleman. Jesus. And it's like, if you just want pussy, you know, you don't have to, like, get to know somebody, take them out on dates, go to the club, buy them drinks. Just, you know, $40 and a nick weed and just get the pound time. That's, come on now. Come on now. That's terrible. I think the but the the son um what's it called Chris 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 get bitches Chris get bitches he get bitches um, and teachers yeah and teachers he principals and fourteen right how where did it say he was fourteen in the beginning he was like he has two sons at fourteen but he also bought a car so I was like hmm all right okay well nonetheless we have not been back to church since um any of this like once it blows up I guess. I think this only blew up because Pastor Dale made it worse than what it was. And so this blows up. His wife leaves him. Uh, the wife finds all the porn on the computer. Yeah, which was like, that was the weirdest thing. I knew it was coming, but I was like, the way it happened was The like, way it happened was too simple. Right. It was like, oh, yeah, the door was kind of open. I'm like, first off, why establish that he's the only person with the passcode when you're just going to tell us? When when he's just gonna leave it on in the basement in the middle of the night, right? When it's just on, when the password don't even matter, right? I don't, I don't fucking know. Um, but it gets caught, and then he goes into hiding, basically with his uncle Jap, who is a good man. Yeah. Um, Wait, hold on. Before that, she what? cried when she saw it. She cried. She cries until she... the morning when right. he finds her, and then she says, "I want a divorce." Right. Which I feel like he missed a moment for a climax, for just something to happen in this book. She could have got mad, ran upstairs, threw the computer smacked out. Smacked him or something. Smacked the shit out of him, burnt the house down, pulled an Angela Bassett, do something. Because there's really no eventful things that happen in this book. Because the stuff that is eventful, he runs over very quickly. Right. Because right after she finds out about that, he goes like it's Time one hop. paragraph. Yeah, it's yeah. one paragraph of the weeks that it ensued. So first she tells a friend who she thought she could trust. That person tells somebody, and somebody else tells somebody, and everybody know all of a sudden. Right. Now he's ashamed. And right. the media is all on his ass. He leaves the house to his brother and his dad. He abandons his children. His wife moves back into her childhood home right. with her mother. Um, and then he goes to live with Jack. Ultimately he's still the bad person in this book. Because he even abandoned his church. I don't even know if the church abandoned him. Oh, the church replaced him with somebody else. Right. But he he abandoned it. Like, as soon as it came out, he went into hiding immediately. He could have went to church that Sunday and been like, yo, let me tell you. We are all this. flawed individuals. Right. He just, why is every time you do, his voice is Bill Cosby? <laughs> <laughs> we need to not talk about this filth flarn. <laughs> Camille and the Spanish fly. Uh, <laughs> poor Bill. And by poor <laughs> Bill, I mean poor all of us. Um, fuck Bill Cosby. The Cosby Show was mid. I love the Cosby I Show. I never sat there and watched it. I love the Cosby Show. I love the Cosby Show. 
was never one of those Cosby kids. When I found out he was a freak, low key, I was like, see, that makes sense. Why that show was trash. <laughs> show was not trash. No, he should have had he should have had twerking bitches in there. Some, but no, nope, all he had was swag. He didn't have no damn swag. Yes, Claire had swag. No, Cosby had swag. His Cosby, Cosby, the Cosby show did not have swag. Yes, he had Uncle Swag. Cosby did not have Claire had swag. No, Claire, uh, no. Theo had more sweat. Niggas wearing sweaters with their college on the chest. That was Cosby. But he... Okay, we're not going to do this. This book is about Ratchet Church. Ratchet Church, baby. And they didn't even really go to church. It didn't really go to church. The church wasn't ratchet. It was just the pastor. Yeah, the church wasn't ratchet. It was just the pastor. Ra- the pastor did ratchet shit. His family did ratchet shit. The church was fine. Yeah. Church seemed like it was operating. Uh, it moved. It worked on its own. Yeah, honestly. it seemed yeah. like the church was doing automatic. perfectly fine. It was the pastor that had all the problems, not the the church. There's this weird shout out to the Wire at one point in the book. Uh, the Wire, uh, New Jack City. Yeah. Um, I, uh, they even had a dialogue about Nino Brown. They did. It like was, he died. It was like, but he did what he did. He fed the streets. He gave. You know, they they were very big on talking about like. Selling drugs isn't that bad. It's like he poured right. in the street. No, he gave them people an escape from the pain that they was dealing with. So okay, this is what the part of one of the things that was like not all men watch porn. Uh, they make the women. The one time we actually hear the women talk in this book for more than twenty seconds is when Teresa's with her mother Selma, and they had this conversation about like, well, not all men watch porn. And the girls like, yes, they do. All men watch porn that they star in and make compilation videos for it. But I think more than anything, and I wish, actually, matter of fact, I'm going to pause this real quick. Actually, I'm not going to pause it. So you guys know Devin had to leave a second ago. But um, another person had just walked in, and I do want to have an opinion on this. Hey, Aaron. Sorry. They can, can you take your headphones off real quick? So, uh doesn't matter. Aaron's just a friend of mine. He's listening to the podcast and I we want to know because I wanted to ask Ty and Devin this. A big theme about this book is despite what you and Devin have said on numerous occasions, a big theme of this book is black men do in fact cheat. I don't know. They seem a little Ethiopian. <laughs> Ethiopian! Oh! Little, little more. Ty's coming from the whole country of Ethiopia. He said, all y'all niggas cheat. I'm going to play this specifically for Felonius. Hey! Go ahead. This book is a lot of, listen, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how great of a man you are. If you, you will cheat. Todd, Aaron, yep. do black men cheat? I've never cheated in my life. Do you, do you want Ty to answer? I play by the rules, so I can't speak for any other nigga. But Ty Riggs. This book right here, King Millie. The black man, allegedly, the alleged black man who wrote this, and every black man in this book cheats. This book is blasphemous, low-key. Does do black men cheat? Go for it. Impossible. Because uh, according to this, they do. Impossible. <laughs> Only black man that cheats is Tristan Thompson. <laughs> Tristan Thompson. <laughs> Tristan Thompson is the only black man that cheats. Aaron, do black men cheat? Uh, I think... I think take out the man part. Young boys cheat. Mm. Young men cheat. I'm not a young boy. But a black man? A, a young different. king? That's different. 
Like, if, if the, 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 what makes it complicated is you're saying a black man. To me, a black man would not do that. A young man Y'all would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> young man, a young buck. An immature a young, child. A young Thundercat mm-hmm. would do that. Hallelujah. But, but a black man would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, of course, my opinion. Y'all are really going to hold together on this philosophy. Hey. What, 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 why do you disagree? Because you do. According to All black men, any, any man cheats. Any man can cheat. Right, but you're not understanding the difference between, like, the, 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 the separation here is of maturity. Mm-hmm. You can't compare a, a, a grown black man. This is a grown black man. He is a pastor. A that right there is a nigga. <laughs> so I'm never. <laughs> so you're basing your opinion off of this book that you read. I'm just saying, there's a common theme a lot of these books, and it's black men cheating. And then there's always a point where at one point in the book, they go, black men don't cheat. Or at least these two will always be like, black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. I'm never cheat. Black men don't never cheat. I ain't never, I ain't never you, heard of black man choose, cheat. Did you, black cho- did you choose this book cheat. to prove to me and Devin that black men cheat? I actually chose this book because the name of it was Ratchet Church. <laughs> and I thought we were going to be talking more about the ratchetness within the church and not the pastor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was most definitely like, when are these niggas going to church? They Church has not started <laughs> at all. It started right before he put his, his batter on that bitch face. His baby batter? Yeah. Baby batter. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, we're saying black men don't cheat. All right. They do watch porn, though. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I don't know where my life would be without porn. Ty, shut up. Never would have made it. Never would have made it without come. Um, Uh (laughs) y'all are fucking stupid. So, but at the end of the day, I mean, what happens? He goes to, and I stopped reading at a certain point because I could not finish it. How does this book end, Ty? It ends with. All right. He admits to all his wrongdoing. Uh, At church? His or- two his two main hoes, Christy and Emily, they go on their little tour, you know, talking right. about it, exposing it, which is, right. which I understand their Christy. Their superhead tour. Right. I barely understood Christy even talking, and I really didn't understand Ebony talking, because throughout the whole Throughout the whole thing, like Ebony was always like, "I'm gonna do my own thing." Exactly. Every yeah. time he finished with her, she had she had another dick on the way. Right. So like he was hurt through that, and then like he was in his feelings about Chrissy, but Chrissy was on her own sneaky shit. Right. So it was like she was like, "Oh, I just you know I just like." He was very jealous that they were fucking other dudes. But at the same time, he was like, "I'm glad they fucking other dudes." Like, it, I, I don't was think weird. Chrissy. I don't think Chrissy was because he was like, "When are you ever gonna get a boyfriend?" He's like, "Why are you asking all that?" Right. Like, you know, you know, I'm just having fun in my twenties. <laughs> I'm just having fun in my twenties, doing dingling. Right. But uh, but Ebony, she had no reason to go on that tour. But then, like, they're all the way they talked about. They do anything for cloud. They do it for money. Exactly. And the way they talked about him wasn't even like you know, oh, he was manipulative. He took advantage. Yeah, they of all said gals. no. We just wanted to have sex with someone that was powerful. Exactly, and even even Chrissy was like, "Yeah, he didn't bother with me or nothing like that till I turned, you know, when I turned eighteen, I came after him." Right. And he at first he said, "Uh uh-uh. uh," and then you know eventually that little pussy had some power. Right. The pussy was standing hard. Right. Um, he saw through pants. Right. So yeah, I don't understand. 
I guess with this book more than anything, I don't understand the 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 downfall part because nothing happened. Exactly of consequence. He nothing happened. It was more a battle within himself because he was so stuck on this image right. of perfection that when everything fell apart, he ran off. And Jeb had to t- not Jeb, um, Jack. Jeb had to basically like break it down to him. Like first off, respect these women. Second off, uh, eat right. Don't eat no goddamn pork. I don't even have no pigs in my fucking farm, nigga. Jeff is very much Dr. Sebi. Yeah. <laughs> He's Dr. Yeah, like Sebi. He's 80. He got a six pack. He just got <laughs> silver hair, but he don't look young. He look, he probably, Jack yeah. probably looked like a strong Aaron. <laughs> a character in the book. Probably. Probably. I could, I could picture Aaron, you know, just, just doing yard work. Like, you just gotta eat right, yo, man. Like the hotel version, the strong <laughs> hotel version of Aaron. That maybe I don't, I don't know. But then, then um, Jack basically did all of uh the main character's work, all of Dale's work, because he stayed with Jack. But he came back, he came back because he found out his son had a sex tape. His son was at his old house right. with his with his dad and his brother. Right, he started talking. Yeah, he started talking to his son because the other ones weren't there. His son was all disgusted. I'm making money off my podcast. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And he online. slapped the shit out he of him. He slapped him three. He slapped him four times. The first slap. And then he was like, you respect your father. And then he was like talking shit some more. And then he slapped him. And every time he got back up, he'll slap him again before he eventually started crying. Right. Then he went to his other son. The other son was going to therapy with his therapist and shit. The therapist was telling him all things he needed. He's like, look, you like right. nasty sex, but you married a bitch that don't even suck dick. And that's your problem. Yeah. But also his problem was he never even, yeah, if he, that whole idea of like, if your wife was freakier, maybe this wasn't, wouldn't be as much of a thing. Because they even said the solution is you need someone who is a freak in the sheets and a, and a lady in the street. Same way you, same as you. You need somebody that's just like you. You need someone who's behind closed doors, will choke on balls and and spit Mm. in your ass or whatever. (laughs) spit my ass bitch (laughs) spit my ass and then read me a bible verse Um, hallelujah in the name of psalms Uh, he needed someone to do that but he would never he flat out said he's like well I never talked to my wife about that because a wife isn't supposed to do it you're right it's not wifely things and then also it was pointed out that his wife wasn't his wife thought sucking dick was disgusting right I, who are these bitches who say that? Because I think they're wrong. You don't think so, Dickie Tang? I'm a grown ass woman. No. God bless Rachel Hall. <laughs> no. And any man who's like, I'll eat coochie, he's lying. DJ Khaled is a liar. DJ Khaled is a fucking liar. I say I don't eat coochie so that people don't be out here just going straight for the head, you know? What? I, I nibble on it. I ain't got no problem nibbling on the snatch, but Stop. I ain't saying but I'm not. I'm not going. <laughs> no, I give it a little. You know, <laughs> I, I, I taste it. You know, put my pinky in it, rub it on my gums. You know, it's like, I, <laughs> I like it's cocaine. Right, but I'm not out here just eating coochies. Well, you shouldn't. I feel like if you're going to suck a dick, if you're going to eat a vagina, you need to be selective. You can't just be out here putting your mouth on the right. Whatever, yeah. That's how you get monkey pox. That is one hundred percent how you get monkey pox. Pox of the monkey. Just putting your putting dick in your mouth that you don't know about. 
everything, right? Putting strange coochie, putting strange clip in your teeth. Hell yeah. That's not cute. Not everybody's meat flaps belong in your face. Right, you can't chew on everybody's bubble gum. I know <laughs> you've seen <laughs> it. No. Uh, <laughs> but like even though that's exactly what Pastor did um, even uh, though he, no, he watched that bitch grow up he know exactly what that pussy been up to that's disgusting <laughs> that is disgusting <laughs> but he did do it again cause after he broke up with his wife um, and he met the new girl at the other church yeah. they slept together that night that's when they knew each other they didn't though they did they didn't. Okay, so they knew of each other. You in high school, someone that you 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 run to someone you went to high school with twenty years ago. You ain't talked to them since. You don't know her. Well, you her life just changed. Remember, I'm pretty sure where they where they stayed. It was a small town, but she got around with the get around. She got kicked out. She had she got kicked out of her mama house. She had kids. Um, then she had to like you know save her own life. So she became a nurse. Then she became a pastor. Right, and she probably eat pussy too. Maybe. She might. Yeah, because you know, pastors eat pussy too. And she is a pastor. That's right. <laughs> so. So, and then I, I think it was one of those things in passing, because there's people I went to high school with that I didn't run into again until I started doing stand up or some shit. Right. And. and you remember her? Yeah, and they remember me. Uh-huh. But that's because I went to a small high school. Oh, uh, how small was this high school? So, the first high school I went to. It was connected to a middle school and a grammar school. Okay. So, like, from, from first, from kindergarten to senior high school, a kid can be in that building. That sucks. It does suck. But, that yeah, it was like, I was, the same way, like, people know of me now is like, okay, ties around, he's good vibe, him cause no problem, he's right. a little bit funny. The same way as in school. So, like, okay, me and Mary Lee went to the same high school. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You and Mary Lee went to the same high school? Yeah. Okay. And, like, she was super popular. She's, like, a that year makes older. Sense. Yeah, she was super popular. And I was kind of popular. Because, like, everybody knew who I was, but I didn't do nothing for real. Right. Okay. So, it's like, yeah, you know, you, you would recognize somebody, somebody that you wouldn't even talk to, or somebody that wasn't in the same circle in high school that you know about, and then... You run into them later, and you're like, "Oh shit, what's up?" I remember back when you was like, da, 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 da. "That's crazy." I don't really, I don't really remember anyone I went to high school with. Really? There's maybe two or three people that I actively remember. Everyone else, they can walk into my apartment right now, and I call the cops on them just the same because I don't know who the fuck they are. So you just always hated everybody all the time. I didn't always hate everyone in high school. I wasn't. I'm not gonna say I was like bullied or anything like that. I was pretty much left alone. But I can honestly say, say if I made it. Say if I made it, whatever that means, right? I made it. And they went back and interviewed people I went to high school with. Any single one of them, if it wasn't the, the three or four that I actually actively remember, if it's not one of those three or four, if they say, oh, yeah, we always knew Rachel was going to do this and that, they both face fucking life. <laughs> they are both face fucking life. That makes sense. So, yeah, okay. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, you know. So, the book ends, though. He... Does a I'm sorry tour. Yeah, basically. And so, everybody accepts him. Almost. So his son needed a little convincing. Uh, his dad told him the same thing the um, the therapist told him in the beginning of the book. Which is chill out. Not chill out. <laughs> not chill out, but it's like you try to give out this image and that's where you fucked up. You, you, really, you really belong to only one woman. 
but you bought you got a woman that don't don't do none of the shit you do. She's not down with none of the stuff right. that you into. So all that repressed all that repressed sexual tension right. goes to other bitches when you could have just got you a freak. Right. You should have got a woman that you're actually compatible with and not one that just looks good for the church. Right. And he didn't even he didn't even mention fucking um Oh yeah, we didn't even we skipped over the part when the dad did an interview and they they keep on asking him about like, oh yeah, did you buy pussy for your son? First off, prostitution is illegal, but I hooked them up. Right, his daddy and Drake's dad have a lot of similarities, <laughs> and they might be the same person. They might be, but so but this book doesn't really end anywhere. It just every he well, apologizes and everyone's cool. He doesn't with it. fully get his family back. His sons get their shit together. Like okay. Um, one of the sons, I think goes to college or whatever, and then the other one, the bad one, he uses his twenties to fuck around with hoes, but he finds him a good woman to settle down with in his thirties. Um So this book skips years? Yeah, his wife remarries. Another pastor at a smaller church. Of course. Um he continues to be a pastor at a smaller church with his new wife, which is the girl right. that he had met before. Right. And she's and you know, she get down with the get down. And, uh, and Jack dies. No, he's going to live to 125. Okay. He's going to retire at 100, okay. and he's going to live 20 years afterwards, and he's okay. going to die happy in okay. in a in an island or some shit. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. they ain't even talk about Jap sons. It's like yeah, they just college graduates that come to their dad's yeah, house they to work. Talk, yeah, from time to on time on the weekends. They ain't even talk. They just no. came to work. They work while he cooks. Lunch. While he fries chicken and fish for lunch. Right. That. I don't know. I think overall, so overall, overall, this is, that, that was this Ratchet Church by King Millie. You know the deal on a scale from one to five blunts. Give it three. You give this three full blunts? Three good ass blunts. You are a whole. Because that's how many blunts fucking, I smoked while I read it. That's fair. That don't mean it was good. Though. It was, it was good. Was it so you think this was better than Passes Eat Pussy 2? So, as far as story, it wasn't. But as far as I want to say the message and what the points it was trying to get across, it was, it, it did it. Well, first of all, Passes Eat Pussy had no point. It was just letting you know that Passes Eat Pussy. That was the point the it was point trying to make. The point was the title. It, he ate bloody pussy. Ooh, I forgot about that. Don't yeah. do that. Oh, God. Sucking on pennies. Yeah. That's disgusting. And he also had sex with his daughter. But Pastor D pussy too, you know. Ratchet Turks was, yeah. it, it had a point that it had to drive into. Like, I could see this as a, as a 2B movie. movie. Yeah, 2B movie. Really? A so 2B original. Yeah. 2B original. Okay, I could see this on 2B. I see a lot of shit on TV, to be honest with you. <laughs> I could just see somebody. The Adventures of the Red Line. Uh, on TV. I want to make a TV movie. You should. If anything, if anything, this podcast is inspiring people to know that it doesn't take talent or skill. You just got You just need a story to tell. And you really don't need that either. You just need two hours in a in a page deadline. And a word count. And yeah, the word count. And if that, if anything else, that's it. Personally, I'm gonna give this book. Um, I'm gonna give this book a. 
I'll be there in 20 minutes from your dealer, but doesn't show up for another two and a half. Damn, so it's not even a blunt. It's just, this is patiently This is waiting, waiting on the weed. Waiting on the weed. This is out waiting of five. on the weed to never show up. Zero blunts out of five. This is, I couldn't fit. Todd, this book is bad. It got, it got, it got. Like, it did once, not get good. Once Do I not got tell to page people 90, that. Once I got to page 90, I the was like. The fact that you had to get to page 90 of 140 <laughs> while, for a book to be, I. While I was reading it, I was like, where are they going with this? Nowhere. Is, is the tiger They're gonna going to come out and they're going to blow up the pussy with a cherry bomb and then the tiger going to eat it. Honestly, from this point on, if the book does not involve someone getting fucked by a horse and their pussy getting blown up by a cherry bomb, are we even reading? Hmm. Is it a hood novel? Is it a hood novel? I think these hood authors need to step up their fucking game. Get your dick right. Step your pussy up. I think right? it's a new genre. It's young. It's in its baby phase. Right. It has. It's got to grow. Like we, right. we grew up on Zane. We grew up on all that other shit. We gotta. We gotta let we the Juan Mills and the King Millies and the whoever else's get their right. shit right. All I'm saying is the next few books that we read, because you know I only, I pick these just by picking the synopsis. I don't really pay attention to the literal chapters, right? The next few books that we read, if a baby doesn't become possessed and then fuck its father, then I don't know what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what we're doing. Hey, Halloween. Yeah, but Halloween, we are out. reading. This ho- we are going to read a scary book in October. So, you know, welcome back. School is in session, everybody. Hood Novel Book Club. We about to get ratchet as fuck. Gang, gang. But, but, but. So until next time, Ty, what's your social media so everyone can find you? Hey, on IG, it's Ty Riggs, y'all. On Twitter, it's Ty Riggs, y'all. On Snapchat, it's R1GG1NS. Um, don't even bother looking for me on Facebook. Oh, your mama's fave on your Facebook. Mama's. Dev, uh, you know him, Devonair status. You look him up, and I find me at Rachel Hall is funny. That one random voice who had to just let you know that black men don't cheat. We don't. When the book clearly says you do, hey. was Aaron Chase. Y'all find him Aaron Chase ninety one. Until next month. Uh, make sure you check on the Instagram, follow Instagram, follow the website at hoodnovelbookclub.com, at hoodnovelbookclub. And next time, I'll announce the book, but it's going to get scary for the month of October. What? All right. Until next time, the Hood Novel Book Club. This book is terrible. <laughs>
what are we reading here we go go ahead and get a pen and write this down y'all we are going to be reading the haunting of laquisha brown by akada shepherd one more time that's the haunting of laquisha laquisha brown by akada shepherd all i know is on the cover there's a little girl with her skin cracked looking creepy so you know it's going to be creepy at least right so check that go ahead and go get the reading now start reading it up now and we'll drop that episode on halloween it's coming on halloween all right y'all stay safe <laughs> that was my witch life <laughs> let's have a book club This is an area code podcast.